It's been a few weeks, actually, since Adam Burns and I got a chance to sit down and whittle some and swap some stories about our times in the Ozark Mountains. But I'm going to tell you something. We're back. We're going to hear about exciting things like mowing lawns, getting in fights with trolls, paranoia and hypochondria. It's Joe Batant, Adam Burns. We're throwing down. Like I said at the top of the show, Adam Burns and I have a lot to uh, spit fire about. We're angrier than a fox in a hen house on a holiday weekend. But I'm going to tell you something. We're going to do it right here and throwing down. Adam Burns will tell me how tired he is from uh, shearing his lawn individually with some clippers, kitchen <laughs> garden clippers. That's, oh, yeah. That's how they do it in Arkansas. I don't know. I, I You know, Adam Burns, you have uh, <clears throat> a show called Geeky Gay, right? And I'm available. I do. It's available wherever people get their podcasts, right? Yeah, yeah. Just search for Geeky Gay. You can also go to geekygay.com if you really, I mean, you know, but. I got to tell everybody, I'm a big fan of this show. Uh, Whenever I have a few minutes to spare, I listen to this show. It's usually Adam Burns having actual conversations with voicemails, which is very strange. And uh, and then talking about like, because you're thinking like, oh, it's geeky gay, and then it's him going on and on about how was it the air conditioning guy that wanted to charge you a lot of money or something like that, or like, and the gardener and no, I so we're going we're going through oh, an electrician, Actually, an electrician wanted to charge you yeah a lot yeah of money. well. I wasn't complaining. I thought it was a fair quote. We're just going through all of this. And I have been talking about home automation the past couple of days. So, I mean, that's a geeky topic. Um, but, yeah, no, we're just going, you know, new house stuff. We've got to get the lawn taken care of. Got to get the home automation installed. Got it, you know, all of that. Just, you know, typical stuff you you do. So I, you know, talk about it. You know, here's one thing you don't talk about in your show, and I think this is super important. I I can't believe I haven't talked about it. Have you and Mark christened the the new house? Well, I mean, we've had, are, are you asking, have we had sex? Yeah, in the new house. Yeah, we've had sex. In fact, one of my listeners, Gary, had sex who, with you? you know, is a big, he's a big Pride 48 listener. Yeah. Yeah, um, Gary, Gary from whatever town, right? Gary from Portland, right? Yeah, he lives in Portland at a at a little LGBT retirement community, mm-hmm. and um, he is, you know, he's a big porn fan. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. apparently he has a really large collection of porn on some hard drives or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told this story about how before Mark and I moved in, we met our neighbors we were in the backyard taking some photos or something because at that point i was trying to find landscaping programs and like design my own you know stuff so i was taking some photos 
and we met our next door neighbors and the lady comes over and she's like, oh, we've seen your house. We've walked through it. We're using the same builder. And she's like, what do you think about that master bathroom? She's like, you know, we have a nickname for your uh, for your shower there in the in your master bathroom. She's like, we call it the porn shower. I I think I've told this story. Uh I think I've told this story on this show, perhaps. Nope. Anyway, I told that story one time on Geeky Gay or something. Mm -hmm. I told it on a show. I'm in like 50 shows, but I, and I'm sure you understand you're also on like a hundred shows. So somewhere I told it, Gary has been obsessed. Now everything from Gary is like, well, Adam, he's, he's got a really Southern accent. Even worse than mine. I mean, even, you know, stronger than mine. Yeah. Well, Adam, how's that porn shower? Have y'all, have y'all, you know, had some fun in the porn shower yet? You know, anyway, so every time. And so, yeah, I mean, we've had sex, but we're, we have sex in the bedroom. Not in the so, porn shower. Not in the porn shower. No, well, we I have mean, showered together. I am. Well, uh, look, why would Mark do it in the shower when he has to take a mikvah after every time he has sex with you and, uh, and also the sheet with the hole in it must get wet in the I, <laughs> I I said that on my new podcast last night, Mix Minus, I was talking about. Because everyone, you know, a lot of people will joke about, you know, certain conservative manners. And uh, he, we actually don't have a sheet with a hole in it. But, I mean, we're probably not going to be like, you know, having sex on the kitchen countertop or in the porn shower it you know it'll probably be in the bed which is what we do but yeah of course we have does the bed make noise not really i mean i don't have it's on a i built a a long time ago when i lived in dallas i built a platform so it's a pretty sturdy like i built it with two by 16s and maple plywood and um anyway so i don't there's not like a squeaky frame or anything like that and uh yeah. Is one of you does one of you consistently finish first? Well, yeah, but I mean that's always the case for me yeah. when I'm with someone because I'm a giver, so I like to give to the other person mm-hmm. and then I'll, you know, then I'll finish myself up okay. usually. So that, what, that, I mean that's just how I am. And what's the cleanup process? Go well. I'm a big oral person, so there's not much cleanup for him mm-hmm. because you know I've I've become the cleanup. Does he leave you well, alone? Does, does he leave you alone while you finish your business, or does he like help you out, or what does he do? He, he helps. He helps. Yeah. By telling you things, or what? what is no, that? he'll. I mean, he'll suck on me, or oh, what? I mean, what is this like a sex show? No. <laughs> every time, every single time. Oh, hold on. I mean, yeah, the normal, the normal stuff that you'll do: kiss your partner, play with nipples, lick balls, you know, mm-hmm. suck the dick, all of that stuff. Even, I mean, even, we do normal stuff even that other people do. Even after he's done, huh? Yeah. Because after I'm done, the last thing I want to do is touch another man. <laughs> what do you i don't see you as like a guilt person so are you just like you don't have this because some people they you know they finish and then they have this wash of guilt mm-hmm. you know if you're but uh i mean i don't yeah not anymore i'm sure i used to 
But uh, are you just saying like you're totally out of the sex mood? Yeah, out of the mood. At that point, yeah. yeah. I mean, I can see that. But, I mean, you got to fight through it. You got to be, you know, you don't, don't want to be selfish. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Adam Bird, that's not, this is not the, yeah. the sex show. Do we want to describe the various positions? But, yes, yes, we have. Have Joe? Yes, we have. My question to you um, is: How have you been the past few weeks? We haven't spoken since the big Pride Forty Eight weekend. It's been almost well, a can month. I, yeah. Can I start by telling you about this morning? Sure. Because I was, I'm so frustrated. I have a couple of topics, but this I. Damn it. So I'm like, and I know lawn mowing is like is you know very interesting content, but anytime I'm kind of emotional about something, it seems to go over a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying, I'm like, you know what, dad gummit, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to mow my own lawn. Yeah, I- I'm going to do it. We're going to go out. We're going to buy a lawnmower. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. I used to do it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. No big deal. I mean, sure. we're going to pay for landscaping and stuff yeah. like that, but I'm going to mow the yard. Yeah. So I've been wishy-washing back and forth about what time of day Yeah. to do it. Yeah. And uh, so this morning, so last night when I was recording my other show with Daniel, Mm -hmm. uh, I decided I'm going to get up. Joe and I are recording at 1030, my time. It's like 830 your time or something. Sure is. Uh But like Joe and I are going to record at 1030. I'm going to get up at eight Mm -hmm. and I'm going to mow the lawn. Mm -hmm. Well, I bought one of these electric mowers that has a battery. A battery? Yeah, it has a battery. It's a big battery that has a charger, and so you don't have to deal with gas. Did you, know, you, you don't buy have to a go children's buy gas. like toy? Is it like a toy? Yeah, the battery. Well, no, I mean it mows. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it has really good reviews. I mean, I, I researched okay. it. It's it's I called Ego E G O. Anyway, you don't you can't mow it like a gigantic lawn like if you have mm-hmm. a ranch or something yeah. mm-hmm. with acres mm-hmm. you know it's not going to do that but it'll yeah. do our yard mm-hmm. so anyway and i bought the string trimmer along mm-hmm. with it we call them weed eaters mm-hmm. or, or at least where when i grew up i don't know what people in california call them but a trimmer you know mm-hmm. whatever you want to say yeah i hate trimming though i mean i would mow i would mow every day i'm fine with it i mm-hmm. hate trimming but you can't really pay a lawn service just to come and trim Mm-hmm. And the reason I hate trimming is because the string always gets stuck. And, you know, have you ever trimmed, Joe? Sure. Have you have. ever weed-eated? Well, I, uh, I think they call it trimming out here. And okay. uh, I've done it when I was a kid. Okay. So did you ever – because you're supposed to just be able to lightly tap the head of the, the weed-eater or the trimmer – and the string's just supposed to nicely just come out, you know, like when it, because the string will wear down and then you have to like hit it and then it comes out. That never works for me. But anyway, that that's not the point. So I hate, I'm, I'm trying to get used to the trimming thing. So two things happened. I get up this morning. Sure. And I, and I had drank a little bit last night, so I got up later than I planned. Well, this is we did a Daniel Brewer show, so that means that it was a six-hour recording process. <laughs> yeah, we were. I was up till two a.m. We started really? at nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then, then I got up at uh. So I got up and about eight thirty, eight forty-five, something like that. Got out there. I had forgotten to put the battery on the charger. So, and it was like because I had 
the battery will only last about one mowing. So when you, when I'm done mowing, it's like depleted. So I, it's not like I can mow a couple of times. I'm like, damn it. I really wanted to get this done. I wanted it all out of the way before I record. We have Pokemon Go later, oh Community God. Day, and we what need is, to go to the... What, wait, wait, wait. What is your world? What do you Where, mean? Because like, Adam's like... Because, I, you know, <laughs> yesterday was extremely busy for me, podcasting-wise. So I asked, and Adam was very kind, if we could move throwing down till today. And he goes, but what time? And well, I, I need go, to know what time. Yeah, I go, whatever time you want. The earlier the better. And it's because he wouldn't go play Pokemon Go? I don't think I said that. I think you're making that up. I don't think I even said. I said, just let me know. We can uh, we can look back. Maybe I did, but I don't recall saying that. No, I have didn't. said that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I mean, well, the reason and I'm not as big into it as Mark is, but one of the reasons I'm still playing is because that's one thing that we do together. So, I mean, that's a, you know, when you're a couple, you need hobbies that you do together, things that you enjoy doing. And, you know, that's one of the things yeah. that we both do. He's much more into it than I am. But on community days, like he plays every day. But I pretty much play when there's like an event. So like if there's a community day or or whatever. Regardless, it doesn't matter. I wanted to mow. Start off, the battery's dead. Well, it takes, I don't even know how long it takes to to uh, do the battery. Mm-hmm. So I put the battery on there real quick. And, uh, and I'm like, okay, maybe I'll trim. Because the, the trimmer battery is, uh, it, it's fully charged. And the last time I trimmed, yeah. the, the string got really low on the, or, you know, whatever. And I couldn't get it to advance. So I thought, oh, it must be out of string or whatever. Let me just take the head off of it. Yeah. So I twist the thing. The yeah. string sucks back up in there. Yeah. Joe, I can't figure out. I finally figured out how to get the head off of it. It had plenty of string, but I can't figure out how to refeed the string. To save my dad, my MF and whatever life. I can't, like, I can't figure, I looked on YouTube and I couldn't find my instructions and all of the YouTube videos have a different head than mine does. I don't know why. Yeah. It's like, I got the extra hard, difficult. I hate trimmers. I hate them. They're so, somebody needs to invent an easier trimmers are so difficult. Yeah. They don't work well. Here's my question. <laughs> what stories did you save for your new show Mix Minus yesterday? I didn't save this one. This just happened this I know, morning. I know, but what what just give me the headlines of the stories you told on there. We talked about home automation, Ugh. which you would not find interesting. No. Uh I talked about I don't even remember at this point. I t- um I could look on my Trello mm-hmm. that we have. I thought, you know, I thought that might be slightly interesting. I'm irritated about it, so I'm tired. No, I did not no, get the whole yard mode. Oh, you just did what you could. Well, couldn't you I charge got, it while you're doing this? Couldn't I? Yeah, it's charging right now, but I wanted to I wanted to get it done before this, so I anyway, I let it charge to about 50%. Mm-hmm. And then started mowing really quick, but I only got about half of the backyard done, none of the front yard. Mm-hmm. So that means I'm I'm gonna have to finish the yard when we're done. Ugh. 
But I mean, and Mark said when we bought this mower and trimmer, he's like, I know what's going to happen. He's like, we're going to end up, you're going to get tired of doing this and we're going to end up paying someone. Are you going to get, are you getting tired of doing this? You're going to pay somebody? No, we paid like a lot of money for that mower and I'm not going to, I'm not going to give in. I I don't want to trim. I just, if I hadn't have forgotten to charge the battery, it would have been fine. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's my bad. Now, when you go out there, do you take your shirt off for all the closeted men in Arkansas to stare no. at you? I never. I think we've discussed this before. I don't take my shirt off. Oh, that's right. Not even to go to sleep. Except the shower. Yeah, not even to go to no, sleep. No, I, I sleep with the shirt on. I will swim with just a swimsuit and no shirt, but I don't enjoy swimming because wear, of that. What about would you wear one of those old-timey, like, 1900 strongman suits to go swimming? No, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to wear a t-shirt to go swimming. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I will take my shirt off to go swimming, but I rarely swim probably mm-hmm. because of that fact, Yeah, because I just don't like my upper body, the way it mm-hmm. looks, my mm-hmm. little gut that I've got and my mm-hmm. hair, the hairiness and all that. I don't really care for it. Mm-hmm. So I just leave my shirt on all the time. And so the only time I have, I, it's funny because I don't, I mind it less if I'm completely naked. Mm-hmm. So I prefer, for whatever reason, wearing shorts or jeans or whatever, they cinch around your waist and they make your your stomach fat poke out more. Yeah. But if you're if you're completely naked, it's mm-hmm. less. That's less of a problem. Yeah. So actually, I either have have to have a shirt on or be completely naked. One of the two. Yeah. And you know, I'm not going to mow naked. So yeah. Let me ask you a question now. Because uh, this is going somewhere here, but uh, what the, the coronavirus cases are rising there in Arkansas? Even your governor, your your fellow parishioner Asa Hutchinson, mm-hmm. he's now sort of changed position on masks, and I think he's now demanding masks be worn. Yep, yep. And uh, now I know you and uh, Boyfi take uh, this very seriously. But you would in the past you've sort of bemoaned the fact that your your mom and her husband they don't take it very seriously, right? I mean, I don't know if they're wearing masks because we're not we haven't been around them a whole lot. And yeah. so and they but I just know they've had family get togethers mm-hmm. and I know they weren't wearing masks at the family get togethers because my mom literally said, Oh, your Aunt Pam, she's gonna wear her Democrat mask the whole time and made yeah. fun of her. Mm-hmm. So I know my mom wasn't wearing a mask. I wanted to say, okay, Karen. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so I, I, I know they weren't wearing masks at that. I saw my stepdad at the Walmart mm-hmm. buying groceries one time and he was not wearing a mask. <gasps> so, uh, but I did see a mask on their counter. Mm-hmm. So I know they're wearing masks at some point, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. But, but yeah, they're, now, ta- they're taking it less serious than we are. I for take sure. it now that they have to wear masks, though. Right? I it's assume it's so. A new law. They're law-abiding citizens, and I don't see them being those people that are like, "No, we, you know, we're not wearing a mask. You can't, you know, we're, they're not going to be one of those folks you'd see on a YouTube video or something, mm-hmm. you know. So I, they will. I'm sure they will wear a mask now that there's like a when you go visit them. Do you wear a mask? No. Oh. We we don't, but I mean, we don't get real close. You know, we just try to stay within six feet and all that. And you stay indoors? Uh, we, yeah. I mean, we have, oh. I guess that's one thing that we've done that's not probably 
what the CDC would tell us. We, yeah. we, when we've yeah. seen my parents, we have not social distanced the way we should. We haven't seen them very often. Yeah. And we're not, we're always, we're just at home. It's, we're not going to anywhere where we would infect anyone. Mm-hmm. But, uh, other than the grocery store, which we're wearing a mask there, but we're, we're going to come back to this because this is going somewhere, but I want everyone to know, I want you to be here to attest to this. I hate filling out forms. And, you know, I had to send you some money on PayPal. And I said this because it's Pride 48 because you know option. You have to either Pride 48, you have to donate $25 or $100. There's no in between. And, uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I go, and also, like, it wouldn't let me, like, uh, log on to my PayPal. It was like, you have to fill out this form. And I, I, I texted Adam Vaughn. I mean, Adam Vaughn. I texted Adam Burns and I said, you're going to send me an invoice because I, I, I don't want to fill out a form, which is who knew, knew that forms are like the, the, the be all and end all. What like, that's the hill I die on is a form. I know. Uh, what is that? How does that relate to masks though? I'll tell you. I'm going to come back to this. Okay. Well, I will say about, okay. I agree with you, Joe, that it's ridiculous that we only have certain amounts that you have to select from and all of that. The thing is, I tried to make one where you literally just go in and you type the amount that you want to do. And then it takes you to PayPal and all that. And someone else on the tech team will say, who's no longer part of the organization, Uh uh thought it was too complicated and wanted to just do options. So people could just click on an option and go to cart and, you know, pay or whatever. So I may change that back to having more of a free form sort of thing that you can fill out. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you know, because you could probably, now I only know this on the nonprofit type. Maybe it's different for nonprofit organizations, but you could do like a monthly giving thing and all that jazz and they can pick whatever month they, I have a, I have a person who donates $6. A, I don't know why $6, but they donate $6 a month to my nonprofit and it just comes out automatically. Maybe that's how much they would have paid for a coffee. So they're like, for $6 a month, the price of a Starbucks Frappuccino, you can support poor Joe Batanz. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, it's not – it's pouring these kids. I don't touch that money at all. But, you know, uh, Adam Burns, uh, the reason I bring that up is I – and, you know, I I hate – you probably don't know this. Maybe you know this. But do you know that last week I lost both my remaining grandparents to coronavirus? No. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not funny. I, I don't know that, but I, I don't follow you anywhere, I guess, because. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, it's funny. Because, I'm sorry. Thank you. For the longest time, you know, the coronavirus did not. Uh, I didn't know anybody with coronavirus. And now all of a sudden. You know, I lost both my grandparents <laughs> and then uh, one of my aunts who helped take care of them. Now she has it. Uh, another cousin and her entire family, they have it. It's crazy, right? Now it's really, really, but it's made me extra paranoid about uh, coronavirus. And I was so proud of myself because for this other show we have called The Pit Crew, I had taken, uh, in fact, he's there right now, Listener Devin McKay was like, I have all these blue microphones that I don't want to use anymore. I'm going to send them to you, right? So he sent them to me, and I, so I just took the box to the pit crew board. Is the pit crew the one, or do you do that with, like, relatives? And yeah. you Because I, I feel, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. 
And I happened to have it in the car, and I took, I saw the picture boy. I said, listen, in case this coronavirus gets bad, I want you guys to have these microphones so we can just do it remotely. Because Philip has, like, a whole studio like you, but he can't, he can't, he, it's just, it's just like, it can only record locally. He can't get online or anything. So uh, they're like, okay. So now, so ever since, I've been like, I don't want to leave the house. I literally don't even want to leave the motherfucking house. Okay. And uh, I'm so afraid of this thing. And then I get a call yesterday. Hey, we don't have any wires for these microphones. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. So I had to do this thing where Lori Roggenkamp had an extra blue microphone and wire. And so she, I said, you need to put, I don't kind of, I didn't want to see people. You need to put it in your front yard and I'll go get it. And then I had to go get it from my brother. <laughs> and then I had to drive it to the pit crew boys, but only leave it in their yard and stuff like that. But when I got there to the last one, Philip was like in a mask, like taking out mulch out of his car. And I, yeah. I was very scared and I didn't, I didn't talk to them, but You're everyone, like, Stay back. Yes. And I had a full on, a full on mask, everything. Like I'm so freaked out by this. But the other thing too is, um, but then there are people who take it like very silly. Like, uh, my mom's neighbor came and rang the doorbell, but I didn't know who it was. So I went to the door. I wasn't even thinking, you know, and I just opened the door. I wasn't wearing a mask. I just opened the door. And she like freaked out and she ran away. Like she's at the door. I answer the door, no mask. She covered her mouth in her shirt and she went, Ah, your parents! And then ran away and like ran to the street. Yeah, because she was. Wait, why was she not wearing a mask? That's a good question. I don't know. She I mean, knew. why why was she freaked out by the fact that you weren't wearing a mask, but she question. herself was not wearing a mask? She was just covering her face with her shirt. Maybe she was going to – that was her mask. And so I called my mom. My mom put on a mask and went and talked to her. But I was like, a lot of people are taking it very seriously. So I wanted to know, like, everyone – but there are people who – look, here's the funny thing. And I'm not and I'm not saying this to gloat. There is, though, a little uh, – little the three little pigs with the brick one part of me where, like – you know, the cousin I told you about, her whole family got masks. I mean, got coronavirus. They were very anti-mask. They were in the family. They were like, oh, you sheep. Oh, you sheep. You believe in this fake coronavirus is blown up by the media. And then now they all have it. And so there is a part of me. Thank God, uh, with the exception of one of them, they're all very, like, thin and in shape and young. And so I'm like, okay, they'll be fine, I'm sure, right? But um, but my question to you is, but there is this little bit of smug self-satisfaction because they were so anti-mask. Like, what what are you seeing out there in Arkansas? Well, I, we're not – because we're basically, other than going to the grocery store – and, I mean, we've seen my parents a few times, but not for, you know, not for extended visits or anything like that. Yeah. And so we're not really talking to people, but I will say – so when we would go to the grocery store, cause, cause really our only frame of reference is going to the grocery store because we, like I did have an electrician over, but he was wearing a mask. I wore a mask. Was he hot? We stayed. No, but it doesn't, I mean, yeah, no, he was not hot, but he was wearing a mask. I was wearing Did a anybody mask. Anybody come we, over to work in the house that you're like, I'd sleep with that person. No. Remember, wasn't no. one of the movers hot? 
Oh, one of the movers was was attractive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, you know, not like super like model hot, but, you know, thin, kind of Twinkie-esque. But like, let's kind of kind of Twinkie-esque with a mix of like I do meth on the side. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. let me ask you this question. Let's say Mark <laughs> oh. was at, let's say Mark was gone. And the yeah. mover was there and he's like, well, we moved everything. And then he's like wearing that jumpsuit and he goes, and you're like, well, uh, all right. Um, and here's the mover and here's the tip. And he goes, I was thinking about giving you the tip. And what would you do if he then whipped out his, his schlong and wanted you to suck on it? Well, there's coronavirus, A, and Mark and I don't, we're monogamous, so I'm not going to do anything. You would not do although, anything. No, but although in the day when i was you know with maddie i would have just you know gotten on my knees and you know done whatever probably not during coronavirus because well actually i don't know because other bodily fluids i don't know that they can they'll give you coronavirus maybe Mm -hmm. that's safe Mm -hmm. because wasn't there some article about like glory holes are safe yeah or you know as far as glory holes yeah yeah uh so you know he wore a mask the electrician and the uh anyone we've seen that's come to the house, but I will say this, and this is not really a story, but I did want to mention it because I'm so mm-hmm. irritated. Mm-hmm. What do you, cause it's not really a story, but I just have to get it off my chest. Why are there still door to door salespeople today? And why do they come to my home and bug me? Because I feel assaulted mm-hmm. even when there's not coronavirus. I feel like my home Look, I'm an introverted person Mm -hmm. and I don't like to go. I don't like to buy cars because I don't like those pushy salespeople. Mm -hmm. The other day, Mark and I went, we did go to the furniture store because we were looking for, I don't know, a desk for him. Mm -hmm. And I don't even go to this particular furniture store because I know they come up to you and like they swarm around you like hawks. But, but we wanted to, he really wanted to find a desk. So, you know, we went. And they were doing all the – you had to wear a mask to go in. They had the arrows on the floor, so you had to go a certain direction and all that. But the guy comes up to us, and he says – and he just tries to hand us a flyer. First of all, I don't want a freaking flyer from you, you know, that could have coronavirus on it or something Mm -hmm. first. Mm -hmm. And I don't – and we're like, you know, we're fine. We'll let you know if we have any questions. And then he goes, no, I have to follow you around the store. I've been told I have to follow you around the store. I got so pissed off. I'm like, fine, I'm leaving. <laughs> and yeah. so I turn around and I walk and the guy follows me to the door. And he's not wearing anyway. a mask. No, he was wearing a mask, oh. but I'm just saying, no, I don't like, and I don't know. Maybe he, maybe they were told that because of coronavirus and like, he didn't explain it very well. So afterwards I told Mark, I'm like, maybe I threw a fit for not, like, maybe it was about, maybe they have to stay close to make sure we're all social distancing Why are you guys and stuff. always throwing fits whenever you guys go out? Like you go to Chick Fil A and you're like, "Lady, <laughs> no. the sign no. in the mobile order," and this you're always yelling at people when you guys go out in public. No, that's not true. Mark is the one that threw a fit at Whataburger. That was, was Whataburger. not Chick Fil A, oh. but anyway. So that so I don't like salespeople. So this yeah. is kind of coming back around to a point. So when I'm in my home, it's my sanctuary. Sure, it is where you know I don't expect to be bombarded by things that I don't enjoy. You know, I'm, I'm at home. So I hate it. I feel personally assaulted Mm -hmm. when salespeople come up to my door. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna, because they can tell I'm home because our living room is right by the door. 
there's a big like window and like they can tell we're home. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit in there and just keep watching TV and pretend that I don't see them because that the people pleaser in me just like freaks out. I'm like, oh, I got to I got to answer you the door. You don't have any you know? kind of window covering like shades or anything? Well, I mean, they Shutters? can't see the the glass is kind of that obfuscated kind of glass so you can't see exactly what's going so it's not one that you would necessarily put a curtain over it's in the door Mm -hmm. anyway so you can see people moving around and stuff but you can't really see the whites of their eyes or whatever Uh so this girl comes up to the door and she's selling some vivant home security and i open the door and we also have we live near a bunch of cows so we have flies we have a lot of flies listen listen just Say overweight people. You don't have to get all fucking no, offensive. No, actual cows. Like, oh. you know, that you grind into hamburger meat. We live kind of in a, in a, well, all of Arkansas is kind of country, let's face it. But I mean, we live in a, we have fields around us that have cows. Mm-hmm. And so we get a lot of flies. And so holding the door open. So I open the door. She's not wearing a mask. Oh. She's, you know, and uh, I just... And I probably talked to her for like five minutes because you're trying to find that opportunity because I don't want to be a dick. I don't want to be like, no, and slam the door or something because, you know, then she's like, oh, God, that dick. And I know, I mean, you know, maybe she really needed the work and she's going to cry later or something. So you want to act partially interested, but it just stresses me out. Like the whole situation stresses me out. And I don't want to freaking vivid, but I feel like I need to sit there and talk to her. And she's like spewing, probably spewing her coronavirus on me and mm-hmm. flies are coming in and I'm at home. How do you feel? How's your Even, new, how's your new vivid home security system? No, I didn't. I did not buy one. I told her, no, I'm more of a do it yourselfer and I don't need, I don't feel like we need a home security system here. And she's like, Oh, really? I'm surprised you don't feel like you need a home security. I'm uh, I really, I, maybe I should get a sign, but I feel like when I've, whenever I've gone up to those homes, have you ever gone up to a home that has the sign that says no soliciting? Mm-hmm. I feel like those must be the grumpiest, crabbiest, bitchiest people who live here, mm-hmm. you know? And I get this like who like march out of a store. If someone follows them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I get this negative opinion of people when I walk. Anyway, what's your opinion of that? Like, even not in coronavirus, like, how do you handle that? And like, well, what, what is I your have, opinion? Uh, well, we have a ring system here, which if someone, we rarely get anyone who, in fact, I would say actually now that my dad got rid of his Mustang and gave it to my brother, we even get like none. Because we used to get, I would say once a month, some buy who would come by and go like, are you interested in selling that Mustang? But now we don't even have that, right? And then we have the Ring Home Security System because we do. And so you can just look. Why don't you get the Ring Home Security System and you can talk to them through that? You know, interestingly, that's one of the things she was selling with her Vivint Home Security was uh, like one of those doorbells that has the camera and everything. I should have been like, yeah, I guess I need one of those so that I know when someone like you comes up to my dadgum door. Yeah. And then uh, I, uh, if it's something I don't know, I just won't answer the door. But I don't have a window like you do where people can just see what I'm doing all the time. Yeah, I mean, well, they can't see. It's hard to describe. I mean, it is. You can't see what we're doing, but you can. I, I feel like you can tell someone's home. Mm-hmm. So it stresses me out. I'm like, they know I'm here. Yeah. And they know I'm just sitting here continuing to watch TV and not answering the door. Yeah. 
Uh, no, so we don't, we don't get a lot of, and, I, and you know what? I didn't think about it, but ever since coronavirus, we get zero solicitors, zero, none. There's been nothing. I was shocked. I mean, like, who's doing door to door sales during Corona, during a pandemic? I, but, like, but I feel like Arkansas doesn't take it seriously. I mean, I guess not. I will say, so Walmart, uh, has now said that starting Monday, uh, they're going to require masks. So we're going to require masks when you go in the store. Um, so I was, I was kind of telling you about how I would say a few weeks ago, um, this, uh, I would go to the grocery store and we'd see about 25% wearing masks mm -hmm. and about 75% not wearing masks. Yeah. And then as the weeks have gone by and the numbers have gone up, it's kind mm -hmm. of started going up. The number of mask wearers have gone up. Yeah. I haven't really talked to anyone, but I, I would say this last time we went to the grocery store, mm -hmm. probably like 70% were wearing masks mm -hmm. and 30% were not. Yeah. And then hopefully, you know, now that Monday, like the governor mandated it and it goes into effect on Monday and not even in businesses, like everywhere, if you're yeah. out Inside your house. Um, you have to have a mask on. So uh, I'm hoping people take that seriously, but we'll see. I mean, so it has gotten better. Yeah. We have places here in California where they're like, well, you can't enforce it. You can't, you can't force us to enforce that law. You know, uh, are you having people like that? You think they're going to be like the police are like, I'm not going to enforce that law. Well, we'll see. I'm sure we will. I'm, I'm sure there will be somebody, but I haven't, I have not heard about it yet, mm -hmm. but it doesn't go into effect until Monday. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes, but. Well, Adam, you know what time it is now. What time is it? Time for the cooking segment. Did we have a recipe? No. But okay. I think also it's my turn to choose, isn't it? We can go with that. Yeah. But you know what? You're going to have to. Forgive me. I'm going to go get the because I'm going to give you a choice. Okay. Right? Because I just got a magazine I realized it would be very interesting to you. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Entertain the audience. With, why don't you tell them what you've been cooking while we've been here? <laughs> okay. All okay. Right. Uh, well, I did, you know, I did cook shepherd's pie the other day because I'm trying to, uh, you know, I really like to cook, but... There is uh, this thing that happens when you're trying to cook five days a week. And I'm, I'm trying to, I'm a yo-yo dieter. And so I'll, you know, I'll lose weight and then gain it back and then lose weight and then gain it back. And I love fast food. And that's one of my downfalls. So I've really, so I've decided, you know, okay, I'm going to try not to do like a diet air quotes, but I'm going to try to start eating healthier kind of. And people laugh at me when I say this because even when I'm cooking at home, it's not always the healthiest. But I'm doing it in stages. So I was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start cooking more at home. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do it. But it's so difficult to, like, think of variety of things to cook and, like, plan out all these meals and everything. And so I decide, you know what? I've got some ground turkey. I'm going to make shepherd's pie. Mm -hmm. And it actually turned out it tasted good, and I I did the – I had sweet potatoes, so I decided to do mashed sweet potatoes instead of mashed, uh, you know, white potatoes or whatever on top of it. And I, I took the sweet potatoes to make it a little bit easier, and I put them in a vacuum seal bag with a little bit of cream, a little bit of milk, a little bit of butter, some garlic, cloves, salt, pepper, all that. 
Yeah. And then I vacuum sealed it and then I put it in the sous vide. Mm-hmm. And I let it, I let it cook. And you know, I mean, you can boil them, but it's all kind of self-contained in this vacuum sealed bag. Sure. And then, uh, and then I, I cooked the meat and added a little bit of tomato paste and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. and corn and whatever else I was adding, just kind of mm-hmm. threw some stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And the thing about the potatoes that makes them easy is when they're done, you can literally just take your hand and squish the bag. Uh-huh. So you don't have to use like a masher or like yeah. anything. And so you don't have to like get a bowl dirty or the, mm-hmm. the little beaters. Yeah. And you just kind of squeeze it with your hand or with, you know, whatever. It was hot. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I used something else to, I actually used a masher, but I did it on the outside of the bag. So the mm-hmm. masher didn't get dirty. Mm-hmm. And then you just cut a hole in it and you just like squeeze it. And it's like cake frosting. You just like squeeze the masher. Are you talking about the sheet that Mark puts his penis through? Or what are you talking about here? I was gone. No. Oh. <laughs> I made shepherd's pie and I said oh, I made right. yeah. I made the the mashed the mash, the garlic mash to put on yeah. top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I made that in a sous vide yeah. instead of. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm like grasping at straws for like things to do that are easy. Yeah. Cause also after you work all day, you really don't want to cook like an entire, like elaborate meal. Yeah. You know? Well, that's why I'm very fun. And I'm glad you said that because I get to choose the recipe. And I recently subscribed to Cook's Country Magazine. Okay. Um, where it's down home cooking, but like done well by the same people who make Cooks Illustrated, right? And in the middle, I've always liked this about, I just recently resubscribed, but what I've always liked about Cooks Country is right in the middle of every issue, they have like these like cards, these perforated cards that you can use. And they have like easy, like 30 minute, like weekday suppers, you know? you can make. And so what I want to do is I'm going to show you the cards that I have. And so you'll get to actually see the dish. Okay. Okay. And um, you will be able to choose. So I'm, I'm giving you eight choices, you know. And wow. Yeah. Okay. And you'll be able to choose which one. And then I'll, I'll send you a, a photo of the, I'll take a picture and send you a photo of the recipe card. Now before, All right. now you can't have seafood for some reason, right? Either you don't like it. No, I don't. You, I don't like it. You don't like it. I don't know. If there's a lot of seafood in here, but we'll see. Oh, there is one. So, I think I can immediately get rid of spicy shrimp soup, right? Yeah, anything with seafood, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do. Why is that? With, not not even like shellfish or anything like that. I think it's because I grew up in a landlocked state, mm-hmm. you know, with like no. It's just not a big. Seafood is not a huge thing where I grew up. We're we're more meat and potatoes, and I yeah. just don't. But even I mean, we would have we would have fish fries. So mm-hmm. the big thing where I grew up was catfish. Yeah. And so I mean, we had a local a river nearby, and people would go and like catch catfish. That was yeah. the big thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of our church members would have these fish fries where he would you know cook catfish and hus- hush puppies and mm-hmm. French fries and like all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Ugh, I hated it. Yeah, I, I would like get catfish. a bur- I would Huh? I don't like catfish. I would uh my mom would let me go get a, a burger at Sonic. Yeah. When there were fish fries. Mm-hmm. I, right. I just don't like seafood. And okay. I didn't grow out of it. Like I've never liked seafood. None of it. Alright. Well, I got the recipes right here. I took spicy shrimp soup out of the mix. Okay? Took it out of the mix. 
So the first one we have here is roasted pork tenderloin with romaine and cremini salad. There you go right there. All right. Right off the bat, yay or nay? Um, I probably wouldn't because Mark is not a fan of salad. Okay. So uh, next we have zucchini and goat cheese frittata with cherry tomato sauce. Uh, I would say that's in the, that would be in the running. Okay. So let's just you know yeah. put that in the in the running. Steak fried rice. Oh yeah, that one that one we should put in the running for sure. Chicken curry with green beans. Oh, I like that too. I'm gonna have a hard time deciding. Yeah, put that in the grilled ribeye ribeye steaks with summer squash and smoky lemon uh, butter. Smoky smoky paprika lemon butter. Let's uh, put that in the in the nay column for now. Grilled green chili chorizo burgers. Uh, it sounds good, but let's put that in the no as well. Prosciutto wrapped chicken breast with cantaloupe cucumber salad, which is a no because Mark won't eat salad, huh? He doesn't enjoy He will eat anything, but he doesn't enjoy it. So, yeah, let's put that in the no. So the three we have left. By the way, didn't I give send you a Filipino recipe? A couple from I Am a you Librarian. You did. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. And I forgot where you sent them to me. Was it on a text message? I could have sworn it was email, but whatever. Just the other day, I was like, oh, God, Joe sent me those recipes. I really need to try them. And I, then I was like, where did he send those? Oh, yeah, and I don't remember them. where you sent them. I think they're on the Discord, too. Maybe, maybe I didn't send them. I think she might have, I think I'm a librarian may have posted in the Discord, the Throwing Down Discord channel. So here we have zucchini and goat cheese frittata, steak fried rice, and chicken curry with green beans. Adam Burns your choice <laughs> i'm gonna say because i think mark would enjoy this uh he really loves fried rice so i'm gonna say steak fried rice the so steak fried rice from cook's country magazine the latest issue i will take a photo of the recipe and i will send it to you also post that photo in the discord if people want to make it along it looks pretty simple and uh we'll go with that you know, the, apparently the secret to good fried rice, and maybe they say that in the recipe, is you need day-old rice. Oh, yeah. So you need to cook the rice the day before mm-hmm. and then put it in the fridge or whatever uh, because it dries it out or something, which makes – I don't know. Uh, yeah. Apparently that's what you're supposed to do yeah. with fried rice. I'm going to tell you something. I think I've talked about this on the show before. Serious Eats has a, uh, a fried rice where the writer – he just uh, used uh, like ramen cup of noodles, you know. And yeah, I think you did. I yeah, think you did. And tell you, me that. you just mix it with the fried rice and a cup, like a, and a scrambled egg, and boom! It's like, look, is it the best fried rice? No, but if you if you're in a hurry and you want some fried rice, end of story. Anyway, so you don't cook the noodles at all. No, you, you, well, you don't. No, you do. You do. No, you do. You take okay. some hot water. So you take the noodles out and you crush them. You know, and then you put them back in the cup, and then you put a hot enough hot water, just barely enough to cover them, right? Okay. So they're soft, and then you mix it in with the fried. But but you know it has that MSG powder and stuff in it already. You know, so all the fried rice flavors in that already. So when you mix it with the rice, it's just end of story. You know, the one area that Mark and I are just not a great fit is. The, his favorite type of food mm-hmm. is my absolute, like, I won't eat it. Like, he loves Japanese sushi, 
fish this, fish that, scallops, mm-hmm. like all this stuff. And I, you know, I just didn't grow up around that and I don't like it. And I'm, I'm learning. I, I guess I'm a picky eater, even though I love food and I love cooking and all that. But I guess I, I'm a very, I have a very, some people consider narrow mainly because of the fact that I don't eat seafood. <laughs> and your- uh, it's not a huge problem, but it, it does sometimes cause issues like if he wants to try a restaurant and all they've got seafood or something you know yeah how do you do that in restaurant of the week well i mean luckily just about any restaurant will have at least one menu item that has chicken or something Mm -hmm. so that just means but generally it's it's nasty because you know i mean if it's a restaurant that specializes in seafood and they've got that obligatory non-seafood item it's never very good but you know, I'll just take one for the team and I'll go and he'll have a wonderful meal and I'll probably not enjoy mine. But, you know, then the next week we'll go somewhere I like and, you know, it balances out. What do your parents think of sushi? Will your parents eat sushi? I, I've i never asked them, but I've never seen them eat sushi. Now, I, my mom will eat fish, but she's doesn't love fish um she'll eat shrimp she'll eat stuff like that but you know um my stepdad really loves seafood he really loves salmon he's from washington yeah but i've never seen them consume sushi i doubt they would i I doubt they would eat sushi they'd probably be freaked out by it being raw Mm -hmm. i would imagine okay well adam burns i think that's the cooking segment you have any other cooking things to talk about nope I want to talk about the aftermath of our last throwing down, you know, now on the last episode of throwing previous, cause there's been so much drama, even that you don't even think you know about Adam Burns. Previously on throwing down, you and I were having an episode. And now the first part of the episode, I told a story about Joey Buhecker getting mad because he said I spoiled his story about his dick breaking. Right. Yeah. And then the second and, and later in the episode, uh, Pride 48 listener came for you and I got really angry with him. Yes. Okay. Now on your end, before I tell you all my aftermath that I know about, did you hear anything about it? Well, uh, so about which I, all I can say, well, okay. So about Joey, uh, I don't know. I mean, he, I, he mentioned to me that he was just really upset about it, but mm-hmm. I haven't, I really heard much about it. But then, uh, but then I, the person who really came after me during the show has tried to apologize 15 million times on Facebook and, uh, and I don't really look at Facebook. So, and I told him, I'm like, look, you know, uh, I will forgive you, but I don't want to have this big, long conversation. (laughs) I need time to like, you know, I don't want, I don't want to talk about it. So, but he keeps like, like yesterday I got one. Well, I just need closure. Can you just tell me? And I'm like, I forgive you, but I, I need time. So, you know, please, you know, just let me have. And then he kept talking and I'm like, I don't want to talk anymore. I didn't even say anything. I didn't respond, but I'm just like, I've told you, I forgive you. So just drop it, like leave it alone and stop mm-hmm. talking to me because I'm still irritated and I don't want to talk to you. I'm going to tell you, something. <laughs> you know, the same person messaged me on Facebook a couple of times. And was like, I know you're sitting there thinking about me and how much you hate me and stuff like that. And I said, listen, 
rude citizen. That's why I remember I called him rude citizen. I said, listen, rude citizen. <laughs> I said, uh, one, if you go back and listen to the audio, I, I, and I actually listened back again. I actually don't say anything horrible about you. In fact, I say how nice you are and I can't believe you're doing this and blah, blah, blah. So one, I don't say anything. I have no regrets about what I said. Two, cause he goes, I know you hate me. I go, no, I don't hate you. And I go, I hate to break this to you. And this might make you sad. I don't think about you. <laughs> like literally the second throwing down ended, I stopped thinking about it and I started playing animal crossing or doing whatever I was doing. And until I see these Facebook messages, I don't think about it. So we're good in my eyes. We're good. I, I'm not even thinking about it. I'm not mad at you. I was never mad at you. I just thought you misbehaved. And so he's left me alone. Maybe just to be like, yeah, I'm done. Just lie. <clears throat> well, no, I did. I said, I forgive you, I, but I don't want to talk about it anymore. And then mm-hmm. he just kept talking and I'm like, yeah. so I just stopped responding. But anyway, I, but yeah, so I've, he's apologized a million times. And I mean, it is people make mistakes. You know, I'm, I'm not a, I don't, um, well, he's not going to hear this. You can be as rude as you want to be. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I, I think it was, I've said this a million times. I think that someone can certainly argue with me on the merit of what I'm saying and show mm-hmm. me research and whatever mm-hmm. else. Yeah. But a personal attack is uncalled for. Yeah. And it's, you know, I mean, it's not good. Mm-hmm. I, I, there was no reason. I mean, and some of the names he was calling me were totally unrelated. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was just like he was trying to come up with any old, you know, bad name you could call someone. Yeah. Just throw it out there. So I was just like, you know, if you want to have an argument mm-hmm. and you want to and you want to lay out, here's your bullet points of this is why I feel how I feel. Fine. Mm-hmm. But don't just go, well, you're just a ass licking, you know, whatever. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. You yeah. know, I, that does nothing. And it just hurts people's feelings. Yeah. Now, you know, okay, so that's done with Rude Citizen, but you know that Joseph L. Buhecker, uh, Mike Lawson and I had a show called uh, Shady Pines, where we talked about the Golden Girls, right? Yeah. So immediately after Pride 48, I took that week off because I was like, I know he's really heated. Let's give him a week off, right? And uh, also the following week when my grandparents were ill and ultimately died, we didn't record those weeks. Right. But last yep. week we finally resumed. Okay. And in the pre-show, in the pre-show, Adam Burns. Okay. We're just shooting the shit. And I'm going to try and find the audio here. I have it right here. I want you to hear this because Pride 48 comes up. Hello. That's just okay. That's got to start it so I can move it. Okay. Let me go here. Let me guess here. Let me see here. Uh, it might take a while for the audio to catch up to where I am. Do you, do you think that it was a mistake for them to put Hamilton on Disney Plus? Okay, so that's not it. We were just, could we just shooting the shit here? Here we go. There for the Instagram experience. Like they want to share. A- okay. Oh, I thought it was longer than it was. Here we go. Well, here we're we go. talking. We're just yeah. enjoying okay, it. Okay. So at this point, I'm not going to go backwards. At this point, right? This is what we're going to start analyzing. We're going to analyze. Okay. Video. You know, I'm surprised. Actually, let me say this first. Mm -hmm. I didn't mention this, but he actually said to me, I'm not doing Shady Pines anymore. Like, he's like, I don't want to podcast with him anymore. Like, I'm done. Yeah. But I figured Mm -hmm. he was just overreacting and he would. All right. Uh But he did make that statement. Okay. All right. Here we go. 
So, uh, so what I've actually said at this point is, I think, and I think I'm in the middle of it. I don't think he let me finish, but the point I'm about to make, so I might repeat it here, is Lawson and Boo Hacker and I are having so much fun just shooting the breeze. We should do like a, a, like a, a show where we just hang, like catching up with the three of us, you know, like mix minus. All right, here we go. Each other. I would and I enjoyed that Joe was quiet. I'd love to do a show with just me, Boo Hecker, and Lawson. And I, and it would, you know what would be great about doing a show, the three of us? By the way, I'm, I'm only saying this because I'm setting up a joke that you're going to hear in a second. All right. Wait, we are doing That's what we're I doing. Right I can't I'm, do I'm, a I'm, show I'm, with I'm you just because, like, I, because you're show. just mean to me. A chat show. I'm talking about a chat show. Is every four to six weeks, I would get like a six week break because Boo Hecker would get a tantrum and then like leave for six weeks. I didn't have a tantrum. You were an asshole to me and I'm starting to decide if I want to continue it. And then what made me decide to continue it is somebody was at, was posted something on Facebook which made me laugh about, you know, talking about how difficult it is to be an actor where you sometimes you have to perform and work with somebody you absolutely fucking despise, uh-huh. but you still have to pretend to like them on camera because that's what your job is. Yeah. So I said, "You know what? We have a good show going." I'll just suck it up and deal with him. What did I- now? Here we go. We're gonna get it because he, he talks about Pride Forty Eight. You're gonna hear me in a second. Here we go. What, what show are you feelings? talking about? What, I, <laughs> what did I do that hurt your feelings? You were just being yourself. I think that it was the conversation that you had. Correct me if I'm wrong, Boo Hecker. The conversation you had on air. Now I want to point out that Lawson is very much being the mediator here. Okay. Okay. That out. okay. I, I, you don't know what happens here? No. Oh, okay. Here we go. With I think Adam Burns about Boo Hecker. So it was like I could see I can see myself being frustrated, not taking a side on who was right or wrong. I don't even remember what was said, but like it can be extra frustrating if someone's kind of telling your story and you're not able to kind of like. I'm just Defend sick of yourself. the impression. I and Pride Forty Eight is a place where somehow in Pride Forty Eight it has there's been a nastiness that has brewed there that people gang up on each other and it gets ugly. Before we move on, what do you think about that? Um, I think that there has been I, I would not I would say it's you're probably not as bad as you're the co-founder yeah. of Pride 48. So yeah, I want to hear what your thoughts here on this. Yeah, well, I mean, I would say I don't think it's as bad as what Joey probably feels like it is because I think he always feels like that he is being – I think he's experienced some people having issues with him. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> he has been sometimes treated misfairly or unfairly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think he get at, at sometimes he would get a lot of that. That some of us didn't also because he did a lot of the event planning, you know, he would get a lot of the shit if people didn't like something or or whatever. Um, and, you know, there's the feud between him and Daniel. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, they don't really get along. And so and, you know, there there have been times when there have been certain like the pod cubs folks mm-hmm. who, you know, just had a fit at some point about something and decided they were going to leave pride 48 and mm-hmm. you know i mean we do have so things have happened but i but i don't think at the end of the day i don't think the suits i don't think any of us we try not to be that way and we're not you know we try not to gang up on people or do anything like that and and i think with any community you're going to have some bad apples and some people that misbehave <laughs> mm-hmm. so i mean i can't say that things have never happened but i don't think 
it's any worse with Pride 48 than any other group. I just think that happens, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, even with we're... Afterthought Media, you've mm-hmm. had. Well, I just don't like the Marnie UK. Here we go. Reasons I left podcasting as long as I had, because all this bitching back and forth at people that that happened. It happened to the two of you also, and there was just like I don't think that's ever happened with me and Lawson. But go ahead. This group mentality of bullshit, and I don't like it. And I put out a show for free to these for people. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. But don't be don't be an asshole. I don't have the energy for people being an asshole. And if you notice on my show, when my show has been out. I never talk about other people's shows or go after other people where there's people who have spent entire shows bashing other people's shows and bashing other people's work. I will never be that person. I don't do that. I won't do that. It's not entertaining. And if you want that kind of show, that's a different kind of show. What are your thoughts? Let's stop right there. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I agree. Some shows do that. Uh, and and probably I've not heard him really doing that much on cocktails and cream puffs. So, I mean, I, I would agree, although I don't personally do that. Uh, like me, I will say that sometimes Daniel has brought up Joey's shows in the past and said negative things about them. And one of the things that he called me out, Joey called me out on, was not defending him, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in those instances. But I don't think I've ever taken part. In, you know, making fun of, unless it was like a really lighthearted, you know, just Mm -hmm. a little lighthearted something. But that happens. I mean, sure, that happens. I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, a lot of the shows I listen to, like Big Fatty doesn't really do that. He he never talks bad about any other show. Pod is my co-pilot. They, you know, they never do. Um, I listen to them and, you know, they don't do that. So, I, I mean, I think there's a mixed bag there. I think some shows may do that and there may, there have been feuds and stuff like that between different shows. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I just don't do it. I don't appreciate it. I don't like it. I think one of the reasons I was also angry at you is after you took a whole show to take shots at me in, in an open forum that you could get people all riled up, somebody gets riled up against your other co-host and you jump and you're like, no, that's my friend. I'm protecting my friend. And I thought, well, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Jump in and protect your friend, but you just did the same fucking thing to me, you huh. asshole. Lawson, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, <laughs> wow. he brings up good points. I don't. What do you think about that, Burns? I, I, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. But I, but I, at the same time, though, I do feel a little bit like Joey has a certain sense of humor, and you have a certain sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And both of you mm-hmm. will will at times make fun of the other one of you. Mm-hmm. And you'll do he does it. When, I mean, I don't know if he's ever done it on his show, but I mean, I've I've heard him doing it like when mm-hmm. we've been on calls and stuff like that or even when we've been on a call together or the three of us or whatever and you'll make fun of him and I don't really understand and and also that whole story you literally just told me something. It wasn't even anything bad about Joey. You literally just told me something that he had said. Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, I mean, I do understand that he's saying, well, you know, you make fun of him because you do. I mean, mm-hmm. you do make fun of him. Uh, but at the same time, it seems a little double standardy because I feel like he does the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just kind of the way your relationship, I mean, you know, just like you make fun of each other, like you poke fun at each other. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't really, I wouldn't even feel like that that would be something that needed to be defended. 
because that's just kind of how you guys and he's got that his personality is to make fun of people. He does it all the time. Yeah. Here we go. I remember I mean, you know. what you now here's Lawson being the diplomat again. Lawson trying to be the good guy. We're saying so I can't even tell you like he's I can't defend being himself. What he was saying, I feel like. I mean, I could. I mean, I don't think we want to sit there and play here and, and go. Through. I mean, I can, but I, no, I'm no. I I'm just. I, look, yeah, I I've made the decision. I'm just going to take the Mike Lawson approach. I actually sat back and said, "How does Mike deal with Joe?" And what Mike does is, when Mike's had enough, Mike just sits in silence. So that is, is what it, I will I mean, do for now. Is this, is this true, Lawson? That's kind of true. Yeah, I think. But Tansa also knows that I have a short fuse, and my fuse does. Now this is important. What listen? To, I want you to listen right here to what Lawson is saying. He says, "But Tans knows I have a short fuse, and when that short fuse is, he's going to continue. Doesn't reconnect. So like that short fuse doesn't reconnect. And then I want you to hear what Boo Hacker says back. Once that fuse is lit, I'm gone. Like, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So I. So once again, so Lawson says right here. You know, Batant understands that I have a short fuse. And once that short fuse is lit, there's no going back and I'm gone. And Boo Hacker's like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Okay. Just decided that when I'm done, I'm done and I will just sit in silence. I guess my only I, response is I don't have to host the I, show. Look, I don't care. Look, look, here, here's my only thing I'll say. Now I'm going to give my response. We'll analyze that too. I'm not going to deny anything you just say, right? Because it, it, <laughs> you it, can't. It, no, no, I know because it's your interpretation. What I find particularly ironic or rich is what you were. Now, I will agree, you don't, on your own show, you do not go after other people and whatnot. I do agree with that. But if you were to take a poll of Pride 48 people who have talked to me privately, they would say what they find difficult is how you just come for people. And then oh, also yeah, the way totally. you come for. Like Wendy on your yes. show. What were you saying, Adam? No, I'm just saying, yeah, he does. How he I try to tell people he's brutal to Wendy. Suits and, meetings. Oh, suit, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Wendy as well. But yeah, well, no. I, 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 yes. I, I allude to suits meetings later, you'll hear. So it's one of these things where like I'm not angry. I mean you're entitled to your opinion, but what I'm saying is it's just it would be like what you're saying, it would be if, if I went on the air and was like um, Joey was making fun of me on my show. On so, the show. On the like, Pride 48 thing, yes, we come, we, we, it's kind of a group coming for each other. Yes, I may be heavy handed and, and uh, I have no problem saying that, but I can think of everybody coming after everybody on that. Is that true, Adam Burns? Is everybody coming for everybody? I mean, it's funny because recently, so I, it's, it's 80% Joey and uh, 20% everyone else is yeah. my opinion. Yeah. And and I'll say this, like I, I'm usually the really sweet one that never yeah. says anything about anyone. And I'm yeah. trying to just get these meetings or, or state of the station broadcast when we do that. I'm just trying to get them to move forward. And everyone and, and Joey especially is trying to get in the jokes, the, yeah. the one liners, you know, yeah. j jabbing at people. Mm -hmm. And they're always jabbing at people for some point. reason. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and and I've tried that recently, like trying to throw in some jabs or whatever, and people seem to get like, their feelings hurt when I do it. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, it's like, I've, and oh, uh -huh. too far, too far. Yeah, and so I'm like, yeah. oh no, they're just used to me being so nice. Yeah. Like I can't, like I no. can't do it. I think you're um, right. uh, we only have a few minutes left. Here we go. 
okay. show. Sometimes I may push a little harder and cut a little deeper, but that's also a show that we're on together. I don't then go on to my show and then go and do like, you know, Adam this, Taylor this, and then Taylor said this, and then he... Mm-hmm. No, that's that's the point. But why, Fair point. But why is that okay? Like, in other words... Because we're all coming at each other on that. It's I don't, fine. Well, it's, I'm going to tell you this. The perception of the suits is not that they're all coming for each other. I will oh, tell no, you that's that. fine. Look, let me be honest with you. I, if anything, I go after Adam because I hate when Adam plays the coy. Well, it's fine. We're just going to let this go and let this happen. Mm-hmm. I don't deal with that. Okay. Then Taylor but, but, tries to piece. What do you think about that, Adam? I don't know. I, I'm not really sure what he meant by that, so I, I can't really necessarily respond. Maybe well, he means when I just kind of brush things off. I, I don't know. But here's the funny thing is uh, it, it, the suits. You know, you guys had this cute name for the suits, but it's uh-huh. essentially a board of directors. And yeah. Board of directors meetings. He's interrupting you and yelling at you because he yeah. thinks you're too. And you're the you're the chairman of the board. And he's yelling at you because he thinks you're too wishy-washy. All right, here we go. Well, I, I mean, I will say, I will say, look, I love Joey and I've defended him a million times. And, you know, there have been a lot of times where things have affected my personal life because I defended Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, and because I think he does a lot of work or has done a lot of work for Pride 48 mm-hmm. in the past. And mm-hmm. I think he sometimes goes a little too far with, yeah. you know, some of his jokes and some of his little personality things and the way he interrupts and stuff like that in meetings mm-hmm. and things like yeah. that. But I, I love Joey. And I mean, we all have faults mm-hmm. and, uh, and maybe this is one of those things where he'd say, Oh, it's just Adam wishy-washy again. Yeah. But, but at the same time, I mean, I, you know, I would love it if we had a suits meeting where it was a meeting you know, like like I might have at work or something where we have an agenda yeah. and we go through those things and we don't have to tell jokes or <laughs> jab at each other yeah. or uh-huh. do anything like that. We just say, hey, the event's coming up. We need to do this, this and this. Who's So there have been times where I frustrated. I'm like, gosh, you know, why can't we just have like a meeting? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I could I could flip it the other way. I could yeah. say, well, you know. Why don't we have a civil meeting and not yeah. interrupt each other yeah, and stuff like be, that? It's so a meeting. It can go both ways. Let me tell you this. I, I, I am on a board of directors for my nonprofit, okay? And we have meetings a couple times a year. I'm not doing jokes on the meeting. I want to get through the fucking meeting and be done with the agenda, you know? Yeah. But anyway. But that, I, that's not just Joey. I mean, we have a lot of jokey people. Yeah. And so, I mean, the jokes, every, you know, a lot of people are competing. Does to Poodle to McNoodle get a vote? <laughs> no. All right, here we go. We're almost done. This is not going where you think it's going, by the way. Skipper. We're, we're dropping listeners. You just came show. on here and you said uh, Pride 48 uh, has this negativity. Totally and different. I we're talking about no, completely hold on different for a things. Excuse me, I didn't no, no, no. You. Stop. I did not interrupt We're talking you, about different things. We're talking about something you. between different. I you talk. And, and, I did not interrupt you. We're talking, about, we're talking about completely different things. There's a difference between being playful and just being cruel about people. So you come on here and you say that Pride 48 has this negativity around it. I would bet, and I will, I will sponsor the poll if you want. That the people of Pride 48 would say you are you the not godfather. They would say you, you are the, the godfather. Is the doing the same you would thing. be the godfather taking, of that negativity. You're taking a piece of you are, meat and it's saying, like, It's dogs, like burning down the building and saying, oh, down. my God, who burned this building down? 
Overwatch. Well, maybe that's a good. What are your thoughts, Adam, on that? We're almost, we're really we're really close to done here. I mean, have? I don't want to throw I don't want to throw Joey under. I feel like you know I feel like he's going to listen back to this or something. Okay, all right. And uh, you know I don't want to throw him under the bus. I I think he has. I don't think he has room to say. He has a part to play in that for sure. Okay. Is what I will say. I, yeah. I mean, I think he definitely has a part to play in that. We're 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 barreling towards the end of this. I'm telling you right now, it's going to end very abruptly. Here we go. Perspective that you now got on me, Joe, and now I will make sure to not do it in the future. It's t- the Berlin's already burned. I have trouble hearing when you both talk, so I didn't uh, hear. I'll be good- so here comes Lawson. Lawson's playing diplomat again. Here we go. Quite yeah, honest with you. At this point in my life, I have no problem walking away from it completely. So if it's already burned and I've done irre- or, you know, un- unrecoverable damage, I'm okay with saying so long, dearie. Peace, folks. That's I a hella have... dolly quote. So here, here's maybe a difference that I'm seeing that a place where we could kind of come together in the middle is it feels like Batance kind of was doing what he thought was acceptable, kind of like ribbing somebody in this kind of area. Batance Let me finish. I didn't get to finish. Show show I'm hanging up. up. I'm fake, seriously hanging comes up. up with fake characters in the chat I'm leaving room right now. At a I'm leaving right your now. Entire show. I'm seriously leaving if I can't Bye. finish this thought. Okay. <laughs> See you guys. Thanks for being a friend. Yeah. Lawson hung up on Joey. <laughs> because Joey wouldn't let him finish. And Je- well, Lawson, I mean, in Lawson's defense, in Mike's yeah. defense, he said five yeah. minutes previous. Yes. When my fuse is done. Yes. When my like I have a short fuse, and yes. when it's gone, it's yes. gone. Yes. And I'm telling you, what's funny is Boo Hacker, you know, attacks me, blah, blah, blah. But the entire time I was smiling because I love when Boo Hacker attacks me, right? And when Boo Hacker says horrible things about me, I'm smiling. I'm so amused, right? And uh, what's funny is, like, even if Boo Hacker said tomorrow or today, I want to come back to the show, I'd be like, yeah, great. Like, I have no ill will towards Joey Boo Hacker. That's just Joey Boo Hacker, what we heard, right? Lawson yeah. is done. Lawson oh, yeah. was not lying. When he's done, he's done. So yeah, that's what's so I, funny well, is that it's actually it landed up being Joey's no longer on Shady Pines, and it's not because I kicked him off or that he quit. <laughs> it's it's done. Well, I mean, you know, I just want to say something about myself. I want to sure. defend myself because sure. a lot of people have the opinion of me that I'm just this. And you know, I am a people pleaser, but yeah. but I wanna I wanna defend that a little bit because Joey will say, Oh, Adam's wishy-washy and you know, whatever. He just needs to take a stance and he needs to defend me more, or whatever, and all this stuff in the past. And I have. I have defended him so many times mm-hmm. in the past, uh, you know, uh with my mm-hmm. co-founder, <laughs> especially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but I just want to say about myself, you know what? I care about people. Mm-hmm. And it's not just that I want to please people because I want to feel better at night or something. It's because I have empathy. And mm-hmm. even though I think Joey has things about his personality that are not that he may need to work on, mm-hmm. and you may have things about your personality that you may need. I have things about my personality that I may need. But at the end of the day, 
I have empathy and I understand we're all humans <laughs> mm-hmm. and I forgive that. I mean, I, I forgive RC Martinez because he's a human and, you know, mm-hmm. we make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I think some people can see that sometimes as weakness or, you know, me being just trying to please everyone. And I think it's more that I just really am empathetic towards people and, and I see them as humans and know we all make mistakes. So, you know, I may get irritated with Joey at times, but I'm still going to be his friend. You know, I, that's just the way I am. You know, speaking of the the feud he had, this is where Joey forgets this. Speaking of the feud with the co-founder, there was one year at the Pride 48 Expo in Las Vegas where your co-founder had a private party where everyone except Joey Buhecker was invited, you know, and I didn't think that was right. So instead of going to the party, I went out and hung out with Joey Buhecker and Wendy. Right. And so like, I have been one of these people who's defended him. I thought like, look, I understand why Daniel does not like Buhecker. Right. But I thought, and I used to try and make this point to Daniel that I thought it was a little cruel to have a party and invite everyone except Joey. Yeah. You know? And so uh, that's why I'm like, I don't have ill will towards Joey. I don't even think Lawson does either. He's just, but he's just not going to be yelled over. Anyway. Yeah. And I, and I don't write people off. So I yeah. mean, that's, that's the whole thing. I mean, I, I, I forgive people and I move on. I, I just don't write people off. Yeah. Yeah. That's not me. Uh, so. Okay. Well, this show has gone probably been the longest show we've ever done. Yeah. Do you have, do you have any uh, crazy things you want to say at the end here? What, what, do our famous catchphrase. Oh, I, I know what our catchphrase is, but do, do you say your famous catchphrase, Adam? I love black people. All right. Uh, very good. Thank you for listening to Throwing Down with Adam and Joe. Follow Adam Burns on Twitter at GeekyGayTV. You can also email Adam Burns at adamburns.uk at gmail.com or visit his website at geekygay.com. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Throwing Down is an Afterthought Media podcast.